And welcome to Sistertainment. <laughs> no, I did not like that. Here we what? Are. You don't like your best shock drop voice? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm thinking, let's try to You can give it all you've got And still I smile like I do The sun sets on today And you're holding yourself dry of thinking difference is conformity, not bliss You'll want to take it all back And say I'm just not that into it Welcome to Sistertainment. I'm Amanda Acton. And I am Ezra. Why did you say your last name? I don't know. I'm so sorry. Okay. Our last name, but your last name. Hi, I'm Amanda. You can say it. I'm just, why? What is that part of your psyche that compels you to say your last name? I think it's the business major in me. Mm. I think it's just years of college and business school and you have to be professional. Yeah, you don't though. No, I know. (laughs) This is Sistertainment. A podcast in which two mildly entertaining sisters discuss what entertains them. Ooh. <laughs> very excited for this. <laughs> I'm very excited for it as well. Just want to give a top of the episode shout out to our brother-in-law, John. Thank you, John. He is the one who convinced us to make this. Um, Pure pressured us into making this. Definitely. <laughs> blackmailed us into making this. Slightly. He would listen to our conversations that we would just have almost always over some form of media entertainment and he'd be like why aren't you guys recording this (laughs) like he has said that a billion times over the past month his new catchphrase why aren't you guys recording this okay so we tried to record an episode before Mm -hmm. and it was boring it was boring we didn't quite get the the jib of our hats quite right oh that was a cool word hey thanks and then we like took some time off and then we figured out our best conversations happen when we're debating. Yeah, we need to be arguing something. And usually we end up arguing the same point, but that doesn't matter. We get very heated about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, I think we are going to argue today about the worst fandom. My idea was arguing the worst fandom from the ones we've been in, because we yes. can all make jokes about how Homestuck sucks or whatever. <laughs> but none but, of us have been part of that fandom. Yes, but we have been part of plenty of fandoms, and mm-hmm. we can jacuse each other of being in some pretty terrible fandoms. So are we debating like who was in the worst fandom, or who was the worst fandom, like who was involved the worstly in a fandom? I mean, I think... I get the prize oh, all, like, yes. for both of those probably. <laughs> because yes. I'm always a lot more active in fandoms than you That's are. That's true. And I've also been in more fandoms than you have. That's true. And you were younger when you started getting into fandoms, so you've made more mistakes in fandoms yes, than I have. because I was extremely young and said a lot of shit on the internet. <laughs> How old were you when you got into your first fandom? I mean, so first fandom, like proper fandom. Yeah, like I'm not gonna count your Magic Treehouse phase. Like I'm thinking, like uh, the Smash Bros. Like that kind of. That era. was solidly Warriors, sixth grade. How old are you in sixth grade? Uh, like twelve. That maybe I think it's like ten or an eleven in sixth grade. But I was in sixth grade in 2006, and so I would have been 13, and I got held back. 
I'm keep track. Oh, me. okay, sure. It's got to be younger because I got into. I feel like we were in fandoms at the same time, and I started like sixth grade. Like that was my Smash Bros. Hmm. That's when everything really kicked off. But shortly before that, like Warrior Cats, the Warrior Cats, which was like also my first interacting with other people online. Yeah. I'm gonna say that was your yeah. Inception. So I, I couldn't tell you what time that was, but I was definitely into it from third grade on. Hmm. Dang. So like. A wee bab of eight? Eight or nine, dang. With my hot teacher, Mr. Fritz. Hold on. Oh, I'm getting him confused with my, he wasn't hot, my sixth grade teacher, the one with the tall hair and glasses. Um, Were them? Yes. Yeah. I don't remember what Mr. Fritz looked like. A babe. (laughs) (laughs) If my memory serves, which it probably doesn't. (laughs) I wonder if we can look him up. Doesn't oh, matter. yeah. I'm going to as soon as I remember to. <laughs> Put it out in your phone. Pull out my old yearbooks because I still have those. God, about yearbooks. I was like, can we find them on Facebook? Anyway, <laughs> we're not. Yearb- yearbooks were Facebook. It's There were books of faces. You're not wrong. I hated that, but you're not wrong. <laughs> okay, so. So I probably win for being the worst. We um, already know 100%. that off the bat. But we need to tell people why I'm the worst. So, let's see. I mean, I'm going to preface this with a, I don't think there's anything wrong with writing fan fiction or drawing fan art. I mean, what is the renaissance except for fan art? And Dante's Inferno, if not fan fiction. It's okay. And good omens, but fan fiction. <laughs> Extremely good fan fiction. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. That's like proper, proper yeah. fiction. <laughs> that was amazing. Yes. So no judgment there. Absolutely none. Blanket statement. We don't mean to shame. No, absolutely and not. And like, we've all done cringe things. 100%. But we're just going to focus on our cringy things and why it was cringy. Yeah. So I, I was involved in writing one fan fiction in my life and my best friend wrote it. So like. And it was Naruto, which... Narusasu, specifically. Yes. So... <laughs> I still have the drawing. Okay. And I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure somewhere in your saved papers of... Oh, no, the, I have it. You still have the oh, original copy. 100% have it. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. This is a side note. But I had taken it to school one time and gotten, like, oils on it, on the paper. And my artist friend who drew it and wrote the fan fiction with me, she was very upset. Um, I mean, it should be. It's a relic. It is really good. one of the best things that's ever happened. Anyway, so yeah. So that is like... And here's the other thing. I never... I watched maybe two episodes of Naruto. <laughs> now, to be fair, there is like a bajillion episodes, so that doesn't really mean much. But like, I do... I, I'm not into Naruto. I was into the fandom of Naruto. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I hate saying that. It was so gross. <laughs> okay. Okay, so. Let's go through your myriad of bad fandoms. Okay, I'm gonna put this out the people say a lot of bad things about Warrior Cats, but I think that's a very pure fandom. Um, like, every fandom it has its crazy corners. But, like, what's more pure than a bunch of kids pretending to be cats living feral in the woods? Don't want to kink shame, but furries. Okay, but like. <laughs> no. Not kink shame. No, no, no. No, I get it. No, that's fair. That's fair. It's that is valid. Like, and as a fandom, it was all about creating your OCs was very encouraged and like doing fan art of your own characters and how they fit into the greater universe. Like that was like heavily encouraged. Like there was no fandom shaming for that. I do appreciate that. The creativity of it. And I like, think that's very cool. I feel like it was a very positive fandom to be a part of. And you were very young. And so there wasn't mm-hmm. anything, I'm going to say sinister, even though that's not the right word. Well, yeah. 
And, I mean, in retrospect, I've looked up some fanfics. <laughs> oh no. Just gonna <laughs> gl- glide on past that. Yikes. My first bad fandom, I think, comes from my post-Twilight phase. Oh, you're considering Twilight, or what would no, no, after no. Twilight? No, no, no. My post-Twilight okay, phase. Okay, which was? Which was... When that time of hating Twilight became very cool. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes. And listen, there are many valid reasons to hate Twilight. Mm -hmm. The reasons we were hating Twilight during that hot phase were not the right reasons to hate Twilight. It was Bella's boring. Which she is. Mm, I I like her better in retrospect. Have you reread them recently? Um, Remember I have. Oh, right. I just, and then, like, people shamed her a lot for her reaction during New Moon, but that's just straight up depression. Yeah, so I guess that's, I don't relate to that, but I understand how it could yeah. be a thing. And Especially like, being in the Pacific Northwest, it is very dark and sad there. Yeah, like, so it would I, make I, sense get to get depressed any time yeah, there. Yeah, seasonal depression, what was that, when was she depressed? Was it end of the year or beginning? It was, it was not in the summer, I'm pretty sure. It was not in the summer. So yeah, that's valid. And then, um, I'm trying to think, what are some of the other reasons? Anyway, like, I ended up writing an essay for fun, <laughs> of my own volition, for fun, because this is how, what type of nerd I was, <laughs> um, of why specifically Twilight was worse than Harry Potter, mm-hmm. um, did a lot of comparing of Bella and Hermione, which isn't a very good it co- been Bella comparison. And Harry. Yeah, but like yeah, that didn't. But you were doing the girls. Yeah, because that was the more important part. Yes. And so, so it was like a very pseudo feminist, mm-hmm. uh, scathing review. Mm-hmm. And again, there's plenty of good reasons to hate Twilight. You know, the glorification of abuse, mm-hmm. uh, the pedophilia of it all. Um, yeah, I still struggle. The furries. With that. I'm just kidding. The no, furries, furries are fine. <laughs> make the whole dark. racist against the um, Quileute tribe. They did not portray that tribe well. Okay, that's fair. I've, that does not surprise me. So they, I, she, there was just the one. Um, so yeah, so I also wrote that essay comparing <laughs> Harry Potter and Twilight, which is not a good one to compare. Like, no, they're, they're terrible. To- no, 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 they're just like totally different. Like Yeah, like not- that's what I mean. It's like, oh, it's a terrible, it's a terrible okay. comparison. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like I could have compared it to maybe um, the Vampire Academy series. Oh yeah, that's Maybe a that feels like more That's um, a better comparison, I think, overall. Yeah. Or like if you compared um the City of Bones series with Harry Potter. Yeah, that that, that, that seems feels like a valid. much better comparison where they're like similar genres of fantasy than yeah. being general young adult lit. Yeah, it's different. Anyway, so but yes, I I I, I was also in that whole Twilight Sucks phase, you know. Just cause yeah, and then like for school I wrote an essay which I'm less of a nerd because of that. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> Slightly. But, like... Um, I say as we have our D&D player's handbook underneath our microphone. <laughs> We're yeah. not nerds. Well, it just... And the reason I count that as one of my worst fandoms, because it was more of an anti-fandom than a mm-hmm. fandom itself, is because it was completely negative like there was no positives about it all yeah like just hating it it. was just hating as Mm -hmm. a form of participating in media yeah and that's just like jumping on the bandwagon too i think mm -hmm. like there was very little free thought of it all and it was just so exhausting like being negative is so exhausting it's a pain i don't know why people do it 
Like, I'm, like, I don't actively, like, obviously depressed and blah, blah, blah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it takes so much effort to actively put yourself in dark places all of the time. Like, I I don't mind visiting dark places, but I also (laughs) like laughing. Laughing is fun. I'm a huge fan. Okay, so what are some other terrible fandoms you've participated in? Most of the rest of my terrible ones involve you two. Like that's fair. Super Lock. I wasn't into Doctor Who, so Supernatural and Doctor Lock. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Lock. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love that. No, Supernatural and Sherlock. Wait, is there one before that for you? No. Okay, yeah. I was just double checking. Yeah, I feel like that one. Unless we want to count Glee. Does that? come after super hulak though i thought it came before okay well glee okay here's the thing you were more involved in glee than i was that show was rough going back also i'm like woof why was i watching and i loved noah puckerman which is problematic now oh yeah bad choice in retrospect but i didn't know yeah i'm just saying and so uh no no liking noah puckerman was not the problem i really liked mark Salling, his actor which now is a problem, but also he's dead. So, Glee is more your cringe moment, I think. Well, but the thing is, I don't maybe, think I participated think... in Glee cringily. I think the where it got the worst for me mm-hmm. is when I started writing Glee RPF, which is real person fan fiction or real person fandom. Yeah. The F is variable. <laughs> uh, when I started writing about the actors of Glee... And not just Did the you? characters. And that's where I think I crossed a line. Hold on. What about... So you role-playing with people online. You don't think that was cringy? No. Oh, because that's very disagree. Because I'm like, Ugh. It's a little cringy to me. Okay, so for context, I um, made a Facebook page for Blaine Anderson before Glee made a Facebook page for him. Uh, which I'm still extremely proud of. And at first it was called Blaine Anderson, or Blaine needs a last name. And then when he was given a last name, it changed to Blaine Anderson. And I started role playing with um, some people who just started cropping up. I'm still friends with quite a few of them. And we're all gay. <laughs> Which oh, curse you, Ryan Murphy. What have you done? So if you're wondering how gay people are created, it's from role-playing Glee on oh Facebook. On Facebook, too. Not even, like, DeviantArt or Tumblr. Facebook. People were really into it. Like, I think at the height, I had maybe 30,000 likes. I don't... On the Facebook page? On the Facebook page. Okay, how did I not know this, though? Oh my gosh, I, I'll have to look up the exact numbers, but, like, it was oh extremely gosh, popular. Like, that is crazy. When you searched Blaine Anderson, the first one that came up was the official Glee one, because they had official pages for each of their yeah. characters back in the day, and then mine would come up. What? Yeah. I was a I big had, deal. I knew you were, like, a mildly big deal on Tumblr, later when we were in bandem but i didn't i mean that i feel like i was less of a big deal with that i know you were a bigger deal, deal than me and so mm-hmm. yeah yeah so anyway, i don't matter. count that as cringe um Which except is- for some of the specific role plays i wrote because i was a minor 
mm. trying with zero sexual experience trying <laughs> to write about sexual experiences. That's fair. Which that's just cringe in the bad writing kind of way. Yeah. And like not cool. like a personal cringe. Okay, that's fair. Okay, cool. That's fine. So So, so Super Who Log, do we count that as cringy? I feel like the rest of the fandom is cringy. I don't feel like we were. I don't know. I I did participate in the Mish Apocalypse. Okay. That was just fun though. That was fun. Okay. I don't I still I don't, don't think that. that's cringy. I don't think I'm gonna count the that. first year was the best. Wait, is, is that the 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 biggest No no no, that's Gishwes. Oh wait, hold on, what's the Misha Apocalypse? Oh my gosh, we like stuck the pictures or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yes, Where we yes. all put the picture on everything um, on April first. Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with the, that. And the first year I think was twenty fourteen. Hmm. And then they tried to keep it going afterwards and like every now and then, like on April 1st, someone will start trying to do Misha Apocalypse again. And and it just like, doesn't work. Just stop. Just stop. Like, Is we'd she... be an opposer. Yeah, right. Okay. So, yeah. Super cool. Like, I don't feel like that was too bad. Um, I do have a lot of shit to say about the Sherlock fandom. Tread lightly. You know that is one of my top favorite shows. Oh, I know. Uh, about the fandom. Okay, that's fair. Continue. There was a very large section of... The fandom that was very convinced that John Locke was going to become canon for a very long time. And? And they were doing things like taking screenshots and drawing lines between, like, full up pictures on the wall connected with red string kind of shit. <laughs> There's literally a blog called the John Locke Conspiracy. Love it. Um, that was extremely popular mm. and detailed the entire way that... John Locke would become canon. And I mean, and it's not like shaming the fans. It's because we shaming, all ship it. It's shaming Moffat and Gatiss mm. for queer baiting us. That's fair. And yeah. it's just I I guess I count that part of the fandom as less good because they were delusional for so long. Oh yeah. And then that fourth season came out and everyone was <laughs> like so anyway, <laughs> just ignoring that mostly. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, that's and okay. Also, another thing to say about Sherlock because <laughs> fuck you, Mark Gatiss and Stephen Moffat. Who cares? I don't care about you. Um, <laughs> you were so lazy in t- not telling us how Sherlock faked his death. That, that was sucks. so dumb. There were again many blogs dedicated to detailing so exactly many. how it worked. And, like, there were three or four main theories. Mm-hmm. And if you just could have confirmed one of them, that would have been nice. But no, you had to be an asshole about it. Although we all know which one it actually was. It was the kissing Moriarty Obviously. one. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, Andrew Scott. He's hot so priest. Now that I have Fleabag's haircut, I need to find a hot priest. You literally just had to ask. I'll help you find a hot priest. Please help me find a hot priest. I'll get hurry and get married to a terrible alcoholic. No, I don't want that part of it. And Miss Carrie and oh. oh sorry spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen Fleabag. <laughs> anyway, don't I don't want that. Anymore. I also don't want this, <laughs> but I will help you find a hot priest. Get that weird haircut she gets. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that haircut was <laughs> so bad. Oh, and then other Claire loved it because that's true love. Ugly haircut loving. Anyway, okay, so the next fandom after that. I feel like, okay, okay, this is where I wasn't cringy. I was just in a fandom that had was extremely cringy, and that is Dan and Phil. Yeah. The fandom. Yeah. Which I, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
I am torn on shipping real people. I understand where it's problematic or why it's problematic and whatever. And with Dan and Phil, I've read fan fiction before. Hasn't been since like pre-2016. Probably before that, 2014. But I didn't actively seek it out. I tried it, didn't care for it, wasn't my thing. And I also did, wasn't super into the fanfic. No. It just, I don't, I didn't it care. It's like, weird. Because here's the thing. I, like, I, I know this is so cheesy and so dumb, but, like, I really felt like I knew them. We were growing up together. I'm, like, two years behind Dan. Uh, two, like, two years younger. And I'm, like, so, like, it was, like. Yeah. Yeah, right, you know? And. You were growing up together. Yeah. yeah less, was, less so with Phil just because he's older. But, like, so it just felt weird. So I was, like, I'm pretty sure we were best friends before. <laughs> So like yeah. it feels weird, and then you have like the bandum. We don't know. Oh, we're, we're not done. Okay, we're not sorry. done talking about Dan and Phil. Okay, that's uh, because if you're not aware, there was this whole conspiracy for a very long time about how Dan and Phil had been in a secret relationship, mm-hmm. um, and you know there were arguments on how long it lasted, and there was a Valentine's Day video that was uploaded locked to one of their channels that accidentally became unlocked or whatever and then was deleted and then um, any mentions of it were like given like copyright claim takedowns and stuff and like a whole big thing and that's the part I find the cringiest is because if they were in a relationship which they were that has been confirmed wait it has? in Dan's basically I'm gay video no, no, he said that Phil is important to me. He mm. he never said I was in love with Phil and we were romantically involved. He left it very vague. Did Phil confirm it then? I'm pretty sure it's been confirmed. I think it's just because they both came out we thought it was confirmed. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's confirmed, but continue. Let's anyway, say it wasn't. So, um, it, it was the people prying into their private lives yeah. like, and making conspiracies yeah. And the same thing happened with the One Direction fandom where Mm. Louie and Harry used to be really good friends. And then as a result of all of the shipping between them, they ended up like publicly not having a friendship anymore and probably privately as well. Like where they stopped Mm. hanging out or like letting people know about them hanging out because they didn't want that shipping to affect their lives. Yeah. Which that's where it definitely crosses a line. Like if you are going to ship something of real people, which I don't recommend it. Like it's not (laughs) the worst, but don't do it. But if you're gonna... (laughs) But keep it to yourself. It's a personal thing. It's a you and the fandom thing. It's not a share with the actor thing. Yeah, don't tweet at them kind of thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. And, And I totally get that and I'm with you. It's so hard for me, and we've talked about this before, it's so hard for me to picture One Direction as real people still. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because, like, they are so removed from me. They're just, like, singers. And there's, like, like it's just so different from Dan and Phil because, like, I, I feel like I know Dan and Phil. I watch, the, I watch their videos and blah, blah, blah. Well, One and they Direction. were vulnerable and emotional yeah. in some of their videos. And One Direction is just, like... Waking this. up beside you on my Anyway, like, they're just, like, this whole other thing. They're, like, on this pedestal so far removed from me as, like, And so Mm one-dimensional. Like, it's better now that they're, like, solo artists, but still, it's, like... Yeah, they were, they really were, like, five interchangeable faces for a while there. I mean, yeah, like, especially the first two albums, yeah. Bless. So, yeah, so, like, I don't feel as guilty about having read One Direction fanfiction. Yeah, because it was... They were characters, for lack of a better term. And that's, like, the other thing with fanfiction. It's like, it's all fake. It has fiction in the title. So does it really matter? 
Which, and <clears throat> there's probably lots of people who will debate you on that point. Yeah, I don't is... know if I'm one of them. I, I've read some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? The, the AO3 tags that I've read are like, you know that one meme with, <laughs> yeah, the, with the math girls. floating yeah. around her head? Those are, the AO3 tags I've read are floating around my head like that right now. <laughs> Here's the thing. In the middle of those two, fandom and One Direction-dom, is bandom for me. Yes, bandom. Specifically, Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco, 21 Pilots technically is considered part of fandom, but I don't really... And then Decay Dance and other related uh, musical performers. So that's where I'm... like They they feel in the middle to me because they're not quite One Direction status because I've met Fall Out Boy. And you know Brendan Urie's nephew. So I'm just like, <laughs> they feel a little real, but they're not quite fan. Or Dan and Phil. Daniel and Phil look real. I don't know what they like to be called right now, so. I don't think they care what some random ass podcast calls them. That's valid. But yeah, so like, here's the thing. I think we both have read quite a bit of Bandom. Yes. And I have mixed feelings on what I've read. <laughs> Because, again, it's the, I, Ryan was kneeling in a bathroom. No, no. My, I was thinking that should be our cl- exit, our closer. Ryan was kneeling in a bathtub. Thank you for listening. Ryan was kneeling in a bathtub. Please, if you know me in real life, do not Google that phrase. Oh, do not gosh. read the fanfic associated with it. And do not look at me in the eyes. <laughs> hey, I haven't read it. You have? Oh, I have. Have you read the cringy, infamous uh, Dan and Phil one? I think There's Hannah. the sunburn and the hamster one, right? Oh my gosh, I hate it so much. <laughs> Hannah told me about it, and I just wanted to die. The fandom is so whack. Okay, but like, I just... Okay, we're getting into kink territory. Again, don't look at me in the eye after I've discussed kink on a podcast. <laughs> what is up with the sunburn kink? I don't know. I don't get it. Like, here's the thing. It's like the Elmer's glue thing where you, like, peel off. Yeah, like, it's a it's a fun Yeah, it's like it's fun sensation. To do, but, like, sexualizing it? Like, what? Like, the last thing you want to do when you have a sunburn is sexual touching. Oh, that would hurt. Yeah. I'm not kink shaming. I just I am. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're supposed to be the progressive one here. Just because I'm gay doesn't mean I'm progressive. <laughs> That's Though fair. I am progressive. I just don't. Yeah. I'm gonna mildly kink shame. But only like the weird ones. <laughs> like being a furry, that's not weird anymore. Vor, not, not weird. Okay. Sunburn, very weird. Cake smashing, weird. With your face? <laughs> I'm so glad you don't know. You precious angel never change. <laughs> I do want to mention, so while you were very deep in with Dan and Phil... Um, oh, yes, it is. I, uh, I got into gaming YouTube, and to this day, I still am in two parts of gaming YouTube. But for a while there, I was very into Markiplier and Jacksepticeye. <laughs> Which, to be fair, they're both still very hot. Like, accurate. they're hot boys. And about 70% of the time, I'd say they're good people. <laughs> the other 30% of the time, they support PewDiePie. So, I never got into PewDiePie, though, so at least I have that. And then I did get into reading some fics with them, with Mark Blyer and Jacksepticeye. There was not a whole lot, and at that point, my taste for fanfic, like, the bar had been getting higher and higher. Like, I need quality literature. Um, (laughs) Literature. Um, And there was not a whole lot of that, and there was a lot of self-insert in those fandoms. And that's not where I'm at. And I don't shame that either. I don't get the self-insert, though. Like, I don't like it for myself. I just, I won't read it. 
Well, and it's because I don't like personally the your name. The YN is so annoying. Like, and the your hair color. The Like, the parentheses denoting yeah. it just, insert your own thing. No, just like not describe someone and call it yeah, good. It just, it's taking you out of the fiction, really. Yes. And also, I don't like second person point of view writing. Yeah, also, that is like, sorry, this is like related. The Night Changes music video for the direction <laughs> makes me so uncomfortable to this day. Like, I watched it and I was like, ooh. And then I rewatched it recently and I was like, oh my gosh, yuck. <laughs> like, I want to go on a date with all of them. Absolutely, but like, not like this. Anyway, but this. Hey, that's how a Skype date would be with them these days. The hand, like, skating with Harry Styles. Stop. And like, the cabin with Niall, I would be into that. I literally have no memory of any of the parts of that video except Zayn having spaghetti. Yes, so he had spaghetti with Zayn. With you... really good hair. That oh was Zayn's best so hair. So good. Car ride with Louie. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he actually got a ticket in that or wrecked the car or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why they kept letting him drive after that, I don't want it. Harry ice skating, Niall f- cabin, and Liam. I think you're at a carnival and he pukes on you. <laughs> 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 what a good music video. Also, never mind. Okay, sorry. We'll have a One Direction episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, we should do that for Abby's birthday. Oh, yeah. That'd be cute. We have another sister. Plot twist. There's three of us. Um, We just (laughs) talk, uh, we end up talking over her when it's just the three of us. really bad sometimes. But she's okay with it. She's got a husband. Husbands. Thanks, John. (laughs) Thanks, John. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there any other honorable mentions? Here's the thing. I feel like the fandoms that we are a part of, the cringiest of all of them, I think, is the fandom. Dan and Phil. Like, as like as a fandom, they are the worst. They are the most annoying. I didn't love being a fan of them because of the fans. That's fair. Um, and being an older person in the fandom, I felt, like, especially when we went to Tatanoff, it was like, I felt like a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As part of it. And I had just turned 23 the day before. So it was like. Really? Wow. Yeah, that was only four years ago. Um, but I feel like out of the two of us, you definitely participated in fandom worse than I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote no lots doubt. of shitty fan fiction. I did a lot, a lot of... of role plays. Pervert. You don't know the half of it. <laughs> I don't want to know. Do you... No, please don't. I'm trying I... to think. What was the one pairing I role played with my friend? Oh, I'm going to have to look through our Facebook Messenger <gasps> archives. You know what I just remembered? You, me, and Hannah did a, a Glee roleplay thing. We did. Oh, crap! <laughs> no! Why was I a part of that? I hate this. I just remembered. It <laughs> froze. It's because roleplaying is low effort fanfic. <laughs> you get the same plot and emotions from fanfic, from, like, reading a fanfic, except... You are being the character, and it's... <gasps> That's hard, though. Like, And you just you have to it? deal with dialogue, basically. Ugh, gross. I can't believe we... I forgot. Why did I have to remember that? Ugh, I blame you and Hannah. That is absolutely... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, shout out to Hannah, who hey. was our facilitator in a lot of fandoms for a very long time. Yeah, she definitely uh, started us off on a lot of stuff. And also would occasionally take drawing requests during Sunday school. 
and young women's. <laughs> and I would say use pseudonyms liberally. For yourself? Yeah. And okay. like, if you, I would just say keep your personal life and your fandom life as pretty separated. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that was a problem for me, like, when I was doing the Glee Facebook RP. Because, um, you know, obviously it's the same platform and it was just like oh. i was the admin of the facebook page You're, you, you oh, okay. and i don't think many people could see it but it was like a little it was like a step too close yeah and like especially like since i was closeted at the time and, and also a minor. i and a minor like it was probably not the greatest for me yeah that's fair to be participating in so like yeah. if you're going ugh, listen all you kids on the internet None of you are listening to this podcast, but all you kids on the internet, stay safe. safe. Yes. And also, if any adult tries to get any information out of you, stop talking to them and block them immediately. You don't need to tell anyone anything Mm -hmm. if you don't want to. That's my PSA for the children on the internet. Bless your hearts. You're probably (laughs) smarter about it than I was when I was your age. Yeah. Because that, out of necessity, because that, you know, you've been on the internet longer than I was. Um, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, speaking of, it does feel kind of cringe to like Brooklyn Nine-Nine with the whole political climate right now. Okay, yes, okay, okay. Because it has just copaganda. It doesn't make me like cops more, it just makes me like Andy Samberg more. And hey, that's because you have a good brain and critical thinking. That's fair. But yes, I, I, I do see the problems with it. Hold on. <laughs> Our next one may have to be which fandom has the cringiest creators. What do you mean? Oh, like, oh. So like, like Mark Gatiss and Moffat versus, versus J.K. Rowling versus Ooh. the queer baiting and uh, Sherlock and uh, Teen Wolf. Wolf. And the entire eighth <gasps> season of Game of Thrones. Ooh, that's a fun idea. No, for reals, I think we should do a comparison of uh, John or uh, Sherlock and Teen Wolf, which was the worst at queer baiting. Ooh, yes. I they were both opinions. very bad. I'm so angry. Anyway, um, yeah. You know who doesn't suck? Us. We don't. And we made a podcast about why we don't <laughs> suck. <laughs> no, this first episode was actually about us sucking, so... Well, at least we can recognize our own suck. That's... I don't like the that. way I said that. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely recognize... Here's the thing. We are self-aware enough to recognize we were cringy, and we're not as bad anymore. Yeah, we made mistakes in the past, and we're not making the same mistakes. We're probably making different ones oh, that we'll, we'll have to acknowledge in a decade. <laughs> we'll talk about later. All right, so that's wrapping it up for us. Big thank you to The Victory Style for the, our, our uh, intro and outro song. Uh, it's called Into... Nope, nope. It's called Not Into It. It's a very good song. Also, if anyone knows how to contact The Victory Style <laughs> or their management so we can get like full-on permission to use it, because we don't not have permission, but there's literally no one we can contact yeah. to figure it out. It's... Yeah. Um, also, shout out to my friend Elliot for making our cover art. You can find Elliot's Twitter, uh, Elliot HT Art, and we'll have links to the Twitter and Instagram in the show notes. And thank you to our friend Jordan for coming up with our uh, title name. Name? Podcast name? That one. Name title. He tweeted. He got it. Okay, we had been working for literal days on what to name this shit. We had lists. I had lists. And 
I tweet, hey, does anyone have any ideas on something about our podcast name? And it, within 30 seconds, Jordan's like, Sistertainment. And I was like, how dare you? So go listen to his and his husband's podcast called Reading My Writings, where they read his husband's uh, old, like, elementary school and uh, whatever, like, creative writing stuff that he did. It's very cute and very gay. kid. It was very entertaining, though. Very fun. Um, and again, thank you to John, our brother-in-law, for... Um, uh, making us do this. He is sitting here making us do this. Thank you, John, for making us do this. Uh, and yeah, so until next time, Ryan was kneeling in a bathtub. <laughs> Ryan was kneeling in a goddamn bathtub. No, I don't like that one. Um, we'll come up with an outro. Yeah, we're later. we're still workshopping an outro. If you you have any ideas, let us sistertain you. Let us make you smile. Is that something? <laughs> it's something <laughs> also we have an instagram it's at mm, oh. sister, uh, uh. in the meantime i do know that our uh twitter is at sister tain pod so like entertain but instead of n uh it's sis s-i-s okay sis. that is also pretty much our sister so sister tainment podcast is our instagram so m- twitter's the abbreviated version so sister tainment podcast for insta and um give us money (laughs) my venmo is just kidding (laughs) uh yeah so that was it thank you guys for listening thanks have a great day